0: Hey guys, welcome back to Actu Adultish. My name is Christina and I'm your host. I'm a holistic health coach living in Los Angeles. I'm the creator of the blog addictedtolovely.com and I'm also the host of another podcast called Straight Up Paleo. So thanks again for joining in with me today. Right now, I'm super excited because once again, I'm not alone. I am with my friend Les from The Balanced Berry who has been on the podcast before a few times. She's returning and I'm currently in Seattle with her and we're in her little townhouse and it's amazing and it feels like fall and yeah, I'm really excited to be here with you. Hi guys. Thanks for having me, Christina. Um, We're sharing a mic again, just so you know. So just bear with us. Okay, Les, let's talk about what we did so far this weekend. Yeah, we have
1: done kind of the non-typical touristy stuff. Um, I feel like basically Christina has been kind of just tagging along for like a normal <laughs> a normal weekend of my life. We had a really fun meetup at Bulletproof Coffee. If you guys aren't familiar with Bulletproof, it's Dave Asprey's brand. And they opened a Bulletproof Coffee shop here in Seattle. So we went to that. We got to meet some really great followers. Uh, Kaylee Christina, who's also a fellow wellness influencer, met us there because she was in town. And, and that was really fun. And then we pretty much just spent the rest of the weekend exploring Seattle, eating, cooking, hitting, up like every grocery store within a five mile radius of where we were (laughs) and just had a really chill weekend.
0: Yeah it was so nice and I was just telling Les I slept so much last night that I feel like I can't even function but it's so great and we also watched Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus and I've been on cloud nine because it actually feels like fall and it was five million degrees in LA last week and I wanted to die so and we made this really good chicken Tikka masala from the Define dish. It was so delicious. I can't even handle it. So that was really fun. And I leave in a few hours. Oh my God. Wow. A few hours. Scary. But we wanted to record a podcast while we were together because why not? And I think today we're going to talk about some holiday things.
1: Yeah, just about how to stay healthy and and balanced through the holidays, because I know it can be kind of a tricky time to balance maybe your health and wellness goals, or if you have like a special needs diet, um, holiday foods aren't always the most conducive to that. And it's very easy to kind of get out of your bad habits. So we wanted to kind of share our thoughts on how to do that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's finally hitting everybody that the holidays are rapidly approaching because it's Halloween right now or I guess by the time this comes out, it'll be past Halloween. So yeah, and speaking of that, my holiday ebook with Kaylee Christina, who we saw this weekend, is out. So if you wanna purchase it, you absolutely should. You can go to bit.ly slash gratitude, HHG, to purchase it. You can also head to my website, addictedtolovely.com, or Kaylee's website, kayleechristina.com. You can get the ebook there. And I'm really excited about it because like the whole point of that holiday ebook was to make just Thanksgiving completely stress-free, but obviously you can use it for Christmas as well, but... We have a ton of amazing Thanksgiving recipes in there. All the classics we made healthy, all the recipes are paleo, most of it's vegan as well, except obviously things like turkey, Um, but we wanted to make it as accessible to as many people as possible. You have a ton of different options in there. All the desserts are vegan and paleo, so they're all amazing, lots of drinks, appetizers, sides, and we have a lot of other content besides just the recipes. We talk about how to handle digestion, what to do about exercise and movement. We have a Thanksgiving checklist and just what else do we have? We have a turkey roasting chart and just all the things you'll we'll ever need. So, the point is to make it as stress-free as possible. You can get that ebook and just follow the instructions and you will be set to go because I know the holidays can be a lot and overwhelming and it just breaks it down. So a lot of good stuff in there. And if you want 20% off, use the code actually adultish at checkout and I'll get 20% off. So I hope you guys really like that ebook. The recipes are insane. I think my favorite is the gravy. That was just delicious. Also, one other update before we start, sort of start getting into things My program for the Paleo Diet for Women starts, I think this will be tomorrow, on the day that you're listening to it. It starts November 7th, so I'm so excited to get started, and if you haven't already signed up, I'm going to say sign up, see if it's still open, because it's going to be an amazing program. It's a five-week program all about the Paleo Diet for Women, and we're really going to get in-depth about all the things you need to know about. All the things you need to know about paleo and how it's different for women, how it benefits women. We're going to talk about macronutrients. We're going to talk about cooking and grocery shopping, all of those things. But we're also going to focus a lot on the top mistakes women make when they go paleo, but also just honestly in health and wellness in general. How to avoid those mistakes and we're gonna talk about a lot of lifestyle factors as well, just for overall healthy living, like exercise movement, stress management, getting some sunshine, all of those things, and also gonna do a whole module about balancing hormones with the paleo diet. So I know everybody has a lot of questions about balancing hormones. Lesson I did an Instagram live yesterday, and a lot of these topics came up in the Instagram live, so I'm just excited to really go in depth about them in this program. And it's basically the way it's formatted is five weekly live video trainings with me. So you basically get group coaching with me every week for five weeks, which is awesome. And you can ask me calls, or you can ask me questions live on the call right there. And then you also get access to the private Facebook group where you can always have constant support, say anything you want, share things with other women who are in the program and ask me more things. And then you'll get weekly PDFs and tips and tricks. You'll get little weekly assignments, all the things. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't make a weekly call, then you'll get the replay. You can submit questions ahead of time or after for the next week. So it'll work out for everybody. And I'm just so excited. So if you want to sign up for that, you can go to the link in the show notes or you can go to my website, addictedtolovely.com, and click on programs. You can also go to bit.ly slash program and sign up there. So I'm really excited if you've signed up, then can't wait to see you in our call tomorrow. Oh, and one more thing that Les and I were actually talking about yesterday. Beauty Counter holiday sets. You guys know I'm obsessed with Beauty Counter. So is Les. We're both consultants. And the holiday sets are on sale. And I highly recommend you stock up ASAP. And they just finally released the Eye Trios, which contain the liquid eyeliner, which we all know we need. So if you want some non-toxic, clean beauty liquid eyeliner, definitely pick those up. The Ultimate Nudes Palette, I just cannot emphasize enough how great of a palette this is and how it's the best thing in existence. So highly recommend you grab that because we don't know if they're going to be in the permanent collection or not. Beauty Canada will release things over the holidays and then sometimes they keep it in the collection. Sometimes they take it away. So it's just limited edition and they haven't told us yet which of those it is. So pick it up if you want it and there's also just a ton of other gift sets i think that getting somebody for example the mini facial oils or the three masks are some of the best presents you can get anybody and everybody will love so just do all your holiday shopping now you can go to beautykenner.com slash christina rice and check everything out and if you have any questions you can always email me so, yeah, you just ordered a bunch of stuff from Beauty Counter
1: yesterday, didn't you? I did. Um, I got the Countermatch Serum. At the time we're recording this, the Countermatch line has been released, which is really exciting. I love the moisturizer. Um, so I got the serum, which I'm really excited for. I got the Nude Eye Trio because I want that liquid liner. I need it in my life. I got some concealer. Um, just so much good stuff. I'm so excited to get it.
0: Yes. I'm excited for everything so much fun. Okay. So now that we kind of covered all the little holiday things, wow, I'm really getting in the holiday mood. I just, it's really, really fast. It's at this point, it's going to be like in two, like two weeks. So what do you usually do for Thanksgiving? so i'm from
1: the seattle area um, and pretty much my entire family is in the seattle area both sides so usually we'll have kind of two thanksgiving (laughs) thanksgiving dinners we'll do like an earlier thanksgiving with my dad's side of the family and then a later thanksgiving that same day with my mom's side of the family so it's like a lot of family a lot of food but it's always really fun and my family is crazy and hilarious so it's great yeah you have like
0: you have a big family don't you
1: I do. I have a lot of cousins on both sides, all just right. a lot of cousins. Well, so my dad is one of seven kids. Um, he has six brothers and sisters. So on that side, I have like 30 first cousins. Oh, my God. Legit. It's it's crazy. There's a lot of us. And not all 30 are like together on Thanksgiving. I mean, usually it's like kind of a smaller group, but a, a big family. And then on my mom's side of the family, I only have four first cousins, Four. Oops. I hope I'm not forgetting any of them. They're not listening. Whatever. Um, but my mom, my my grandma is one of seven kids, so my mom has like 30 first cousins, and so I have a bunch of second cousins, and almost everybody lives in the Pacific Northwest, so it's always a big crazy fun time.
0: (laughs) That's insane. That sounds like so much fun though. I've never, my dad's side of the family is kind of all over the country and my mom's side is the one that's near us. So I've only ever had one side of the family together at once. This year... I'm not going home for Thanksgiving, actually. Addie from Chickpea in the city, who also has been on the podcast 800 times, With is the best. <laughs> With the best
1: Tinder and Bumble <laughs> yes. date recaps. Yeah. The best.
0: <laughs> Addie is coming to los angeles and we're having thanksgiving together so that will be fun and she better not try and go on a bumble date while she's here because she needs <laughs> to pay she t- should go on a bumble <laughs> date and have you be nearby eavesdropping heck yeah oh, it's a good idea well yeah, oh, i could lie for- what if i undercover
1: nearby at like a table nearby Okay, yeah,
0: and I'll bring my mic with me, and I'll live record, like, what I'm thinking. (laughs) like, watch, and I'll be like, he looks like this, and she's doing this. Please do that. That would be incredible. We'll see what Addie thinks after she hears this. I'm not going to say anything about it to her until she, I'm going to make her listen to this episode first. Um, Yeah, so, this is fun, yeah. But, I mean, I think... The holidays can be, they're a great time, but also can be stressful for a lot of people for many different reasons. And I think that, I'm thinking in my head, we should sort of break this down by like, food, fitness, and family. I feel like those are the three main things. Do you think that we're missing any? No, I think that's perfect. The three F's. What, <laughs> I mean, <there's, laughs> there could be four. <laughs> but um, what for you is like, the most challenging part of the holidays? Or what's your outlook on the holiday season? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, my view on the holidays has really evolved over time. I know in the past, I would let the holidays be kind of a slippery slope. I would spend Halloween weekend like going out and drinking a lot and eating a lot of candy. And then I'd be like, well, I already did that. And Thanksgiving is around the corner. So I'm just going to keep you know, being unhealthy and then Thanksgiving passes and I binge and I'm like, oh, well, Christmas is here and I'm going to Christmas parties. So I'm just going to like eat cookies all the time until Christmas. And then by the time January comes, you just feel like absolute crap. Um, I, I think as I've gotten older and as I've just learned more about my body and been a little bit more balanced, I've learned that like I can absolutely enjoy myself on those holidays. I'm really fortunate in the sense that I don't have any major health restrictions. I don't have any major dietary restrictions. I just have a lot of dietary preferences. So if I enjoy myself with kind of all the classic, old-fashioned, not modified Thanksgiving foods, that's totally fine. But the next day I can just get back into my normal routine and I won't feel like crap. Um, It's just about not letting it be a slippery slope.
0: Okay, well, speaking of that, I think a lot of people have different ideas of what they should do after the day directly after the holiday. Um, I think that this is something important to talk about because I think I have a different perspective than a lot of other people, but I'm curious what you think about what should somebody do if they have a day, Thanksgiving or Christmas, where they feel like they just kind of went out of control, you know? what do they do the next day? What do you think is the best way to get back on track? Yeah.
1: I think it's really important to not think, oh, maybe I overdid it on Christmas or I overdid it on Thanksgiving. So I'm just going to go jump into a juice cleanse or I'm just going to like not eat for the day or do something really drastic because I feel like if you do that, you're more than likely to have it backfire. Mm -hmm. um, And it's easier to slip into a cycle of binging. I honestly think or, I found personally the best thing to do is to just get back into my normal routine. If I normally work out in the morning, get up and do my normal workout in the morning. If I normally have, you know, a certain few things for breakfast, just get back into that normal routine and let your body bounce back. Um, that way, you also don't feel too fixated on it. I think when we try to bounce the other direction and get really extreme and be like, I'm gonna only drink juice for the day or I'm not gonna eat today, that just creates obsession. And most of us, myself included, when we try that, it backfires.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It's just gonna make things worse if you try and like restrict the day after. Your body is just gonna go all, all out of whack and I just think that the holidays bring up a lot of these extreme behaviors and compensatory behaviors, especially, I mean, even talking about the day of or the week before, I know a lot of people, I've seen people in my own life, they'll like eat less the whole week before, even the day of, like they won't have breakfast in the morning because they want to have a big dinner. And I'm like, well, that's just going to make you eat even more at dinner and not feel good, you know, or it's like people will exercise twice a day, the week leading up to Thanksgiving and It just bothers me. It just bothers me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think...
1: I just think it's unnecessary, kind of like Christina said, if you don't eat at all the morning of Thanksgiving. Let's go through two different scenarios. Scenario number one, it's Thanksgiving. You wake up. You don't eat anything. Say you have Thanksgiving dinner at like 3 p.m. By 3 p.m., you're starving, and you just go hog wild yeah. all upon that pumpkin pie, and you go crazy and can't control yourself. That's scenario A. Let's look at scenario B. Maybe you wake up. It's Thanksgiving. You have a sensible breakfast of like your normal, if that's like a breakfast, a salad if it's a smoothie whatever your normal breakfast is so you feel satisfied through the afternoon it comes to thanksgiving dinner you're able to enjoy like a sensible portion of some of your favorites you're not overstuffed you're not binging you can still eat what's there what you love but in a normal amount you don't feel out of control and then you can move on after that like which scenario sounds better
0: definitely the second i think also some of this comes from Thanksgiving, there's a lot of food, right? But if you are generally a person who restricts in general, you're going to feel like this is the only day I get the chance to eat these foods. Whereas if you're somebody who doesn't restrict in general, you don't have that same pull. You know, you can like, oh, I'll just have a serving of this, a serving of that, and you eat it and it's delicious and you're satisfied. But if you have this, this thing in your brain that, oh, I can only have this today, then you're going to feel like you want to eat it all today because it's your only chance. And then that goes into the binging. So it's also this general outlook on life where, you know, you don't have to eat all the turkey today. Like you could, if there's leftover turkey, you could take it home and have some later this week. You know, I think that plays a lot into it as well. Yeah,
1: I completely, completely agree with that.
0: Another thing is that, I don't really know why people have this in their head, but I'm like, it's one day. And let's say you do go hog wild crazy on Thanksgiving. Like, it's it was one day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I don't know anybody who woke up the next morning and gained 500 pounds. Like, it's just not possible. And I that's, like, what people have in their heads is going to happen. And if you wake up the next morning and you – this kills me that people do this, but I know people – will weigh themselves and they'll weigh more. And I'm like, it's probably water weight or whatever. And that just goes back to the whole thing of we fluctuate pounds every day. day. You can fluctuate 10, 15 pounds in a day in a week, like it's not, you know, people get so fixated on that. And that has really no indication of health, but that's a whole other conversation, but it's just one day. Our bodies
1: are not bank accounts, right? So If you eat a big Thanksgiving meal and then the next day you decide, oh, I'm not going to eat or I'm going to work out for three hours, that doesn't negate what you did. (laughs) Like you already ate the food. It's in your body. It's a done deal. Move on. (laughs) You can't undo it. I mean, your body is going to use that food that you ate as fuel and move
0: on. Yeah. I think... I think also another important thing is really being mindful in the moment. You know, I notice this I notice this a lot with family, like when I'm eating with my family, it's like everybody's just eating just to eat and people almost make you feel like if you're not just eating all the food with them, then you're not part of the celebration, you know? Yeah, and I
1: think, I mean, if you're someone who really prioritizes wellness and you have people in your life who don't, I think we've all experienced that that can make other people feel uncomfortable. Like if you're making a healthy choice and you're around someone who isn't and they're really insecure about that, they're gonna try and drag you into it or they're gonna try and make you feel bad. But at the end of the day, that's that's kind of their problem and it's their journey to address and it's not yours. And you can't also let anyone else make you feel bad about your choices. Unless of course it's like a situation where maybe you are doing something disordered and they're genuinely trying to help. But like, if grandma's shoving a third slice of pumpkin pie down your throat,
0: you know, and you're full, it's okay to be like, no, thank you, you know? And I mean, I think that's something that like, even not in the holidays, we all deal with people, do, but it's especially heightened during the holidays because people are especially insecure about their own choices and if aunt susan just made a lot of unhealthy choices all night and she sees you making healthy choices she's probably and she's insecure she's probably gonna try and push that on to you and try and drag you down the hole with her you know just five more drinks oh you party pooper it's a lot of egging on you know and it's it can be hard to be the oddball out i guess but you're not really you're not really because there's so many of us who deal with that with our families and I think also it's like depending on your family I know my general family does not eat the same way I do and so I will feel like I'm just surrounded by people who just don't understand me and I feel weird and they it's sort of they sort of make you feel like you're doing something wrong but you're not I mean I think also some things that can help are for me it's like I will always bring something healthy to contribute um, that everybody can enjoy. And I usually try to make it something like not too weird, you know, something like sweet potato casserole. I'll always bring. I think tricks like that can help too. Oh yeah, I always do Brussels sprouts,
1: yes. different forms of Brussels sprouts, like Thanksgiving for my family, and they all end up loving it. And it's something that I really enjoy eating that tastes really good. That doesn't make me feel like crap. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, there are always ways around it. Okay, let's talk about um, the. Let's talk about just like the whole general time period, not just the day. Because I just think the whole leading up to Thanksgiving and especially after Thanksgiving through Christmas is like it's just a lot. There are so many holiday parties and so many events going on. And I mean, all I want to do is bake and eat hot cocoa and like sit on the couch and watch movies. And that's that's great. But how do we find balance in all of that? What do you think? Yeah, I mean. And I'm going to sound like
1: a broken record at this point, but I think it's all about having a solid routine that you stick to. And of course, you can enjoy your holiday baking of cookies with your friends, or you can go to your ugly sweater parties at night and and have fun with your friends. But still, during the day or during your normal day-to-day, keeping that solid routine, even if you go to a cookie decorating party on Saturday you know, Sunday through Friday, right before that, or Sunday through Saturday, right before that, you should still be doing your normal routine. That one cookie party on Saturday shouldn't throw off what you're doing for the rest of your week. And I think that's where a lot of people get caught up.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. They get really fixated on that, Mm -hmm. that thing. I also think, honestly, like not going The way I kind of do it is if there's a party or something, I'm going to go and enjoy myself. But I'm not going to go out of my way on a random Tuesday night to like make a cake and eat it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need it. Like, I I use it on occasions when that's like fun, you know. One of my other
1: favorite things to do. um, And this I've done this like at parties or even at the office if there's like treats and if I really want one. I'll have one but I'll have it as I'm leaving Yeah, because if you have one as soon as you get there you're just gonna like keep going for it as to where it's like oh I'm gonna have this cookie and then say bye to everybody and leave the rest of them there it's like there you go you had your treat you had your fix you're literally leaving (laughs) and you're the rest of them aren't gonna be like staring you at the face and you're not thinking oh I already had one cookie so I may as well eat five more Yeah, you know that's like my favorite
0: that's that's a really good tip I didn't even think about that I think the other thing we were talking we were talking about this before is like what the season is really about. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So Of course, you know Thanksgiving dinner is a huge cornerstone of the holiday or for Christmas, those family traditions. But at the end of the day, really these holidays are about gratitude. They're about giving, they're about grace, they're about celebrating family and celebrating loved ones. And so you can enjoy those meals, but those meals aren't everything. You're not getting together with your family because of turkey. You're getting together with your family to celebrate family and gratitude. And when that is your focus and the food is kind of like the cherry on top it also becomes a lot easier to kind of keep that in balance
0: yeah I I want to share a little personal experience for me I used to struggle with that a lot and for me I felt like the food really just was what everything was about it was all about the food and a few years ago I had to I was on a candida diet during the holiday season And when I had to go into that, I thought that was the end of the world. I literally thought I was, I was like, this is going to be the worst Christmas ever. Like, I'm so upset. But that was the best experience I could have ever gone through. And I learned so much. And it was honestly the best holiday season I had ever had. And I learned how to make the holidays like amazing. And I learned that it wasn't about the food. And I spent so much more time focusing on other things. And That really changed the way I approach the holidays ever since that I'm really glad that happened because that holiday season I didn't have a single bit I did have some sugar I cheated on Christmas I had a small dessert but like I didn't care and but during that whole time you know it wasn't about baking every day and I didn't have any hot chocolate you know and it's like those things are all fun but I realized I don't need them to feel like it's the holidays and it was so much more satisfying of a season because I really was focused on the people around me and like other things like decorating and looking at lights yeah music like all these other things yeah the sweaters like all these other things I was focusing on and I felt so much like I felt free after I realized that it doesn't have to be about the food yeah I totally agree and I've had some very similar experiences in recent years yeah so I just think that's I know a lot of people stress out about it, but you have to realize like, I mean, why do you think it is that we we tie so much to the food? I mean,
1: I think we do it in our everyday lives. Right. We're raised, you know, if you're a kid and you do a good job in school, what do your parents do? They take you to go get ice cream. You know what I mean? Like food is is ingrained as a coping mechanism for good things and bad things in all of us from a very young age. And I think we have those elements throughout the year, but the holidays just really intensify it. And I think also because it's such a busy time, because the holidays can be really stressful between shopping and and parties and or, or maybe even if you don't have a lot of that. And maybe if you feel a little bit lonely in the holiday season, if you don't have like a big, crazy family like I do, you could turn to food as like your way of coping with that. I mean, I just think those elements that are always with us get intensified during that time of year.
0: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. Also, you brought up something important about just how we're all really busy, especially busy. It's crazy because, I mean, I feel like we're all busy all year long and then all oh, and it it's five million things to do. So what do you do to sort of make sure you stay on track with just like having time to cook yourself meals and the fitness, staying on track with your fitness routine? Like what tips do you have? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm
1: all about keeping things super, super simple and just making things so easy for myself. I mean, you guys may not know this. I am so lazy. I am so lazy, naturally. I want to do the least amount of work as humanly possible in all areas of life. So I'm constantly thinking of like ways to simplify and create shortcuts for every single thing I do. And that doesn't mean that I don't work out or that I don't cook healthy meals for myself during busy times. It just means I am super simple with what I do. Um, I think that the holidays are not necessarily the best time to try and completely overhaul everything you're doing. It's not the best time to like set a major weight loss goal or maybe maybe something like that. But I do think it is a really good time to build those foundational habits. And maybe don't implement like some crazy fitness routine where you need to be in the gym for two hours a day. But if you can set a goal of like moving your body for 30 minutes, most days of the week, the holidays is a perfect time to do that. Because if you can fit it in during that crazy time of year, you can
0: fit it in for the rest of the year. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. And You have Holiday sleigh going on, which is amazing. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. So um,
1: if you guys followed me over the summer, I did this four-week challenge called the Summer Slay. That was super fun. It was just workouts and recipes and community. um, And a lot of my followers have asked me to do something similar again because they really wanted that motivation. And I thought the holidays would be the perfect time for it. So I have the Holiday Sleigh, which is going to be a challenge and fitness plan. So the workout plan will be released November 13th. You'll be able to get that on my blog, thebalanceberry.com, and it's going to be a four-week workout plan with really effective but super simple 30-minute workouts that can be done at home or in the gym. Um, No crazy equipment, just really efficient movement to still help you feel strong and amazing, but it's not going to Take away from your life. Um, <laughs> so that's going to be available on my blog November 13th. And then November 28th, a group of us are going to be going through the workout plan together as part of the challenge. And in the challenge, I'll be sharing my favorite tips and tricks for making healthy living super simple, super easy. There will be check ins, accountability, recipes. Just it's going to be so much fun. So make sure you stay tuned to my blog, thebalanceberry.com, um, for more information when everything gets released.
0: Yeah, you guys sign up for that. I freaking was obsessed with Summer Slay. I love Les's workouts. If you guys don't know, she trained me for a while and I love her workout style because it's like fast, hard, (laughs) really, really makes me sore, but (laughs) effective. But it's like, I just don't have, we don't have time to be in the gym for 500 hours, like real life. Come on. So definitely sign up. And I also think that this is another way to like make the holidays healthy is doing like participating in healthy habits as a group as a community because that's what the holiday season is so much about so for example you join a challenge like this and it makes it so much more fun because you're with a you're doing this with a group of women right you're not just by yourself and you can even meet some new people you know you could sign up with your best friend and be like let's do the workouts together you can do a two-in-one hang out with your friend while you do a quick workout um that saves time too um things like that, you know, and it's, like, even, and the same with healthy, live like, healthy living recipes, like, you know, you, maybe Les sends out um, a recipe, and you go, oh, let's make this recipe tonight, you know, and you've hung out, you have that community aspect of, like, making dinner together with a friend, that's what the holidays are about, you can make a healthy dinner, decorate the tree, all of that, you know, that's how you incorporate all of it, and you don't have to sort of leave anything out because I feel like so much of the holidays is really about focusing on well for me I think a lot about my relationships during that time I completely agree and I think it's a great
1: time to bring people into healthier habits and to show them how simple and how easy it could be and think about how amazing it would be to feel good come January like how great would that be
0: and I want to talk about January because January is like when everybody is like okay, New Year's resolution, I'm going to work out every day and eat healthy and do all these, they try to overhaul their lives. And I'm like, I just, uh, okay, how crazy would it be if just all year round you lived healthy and then the holidays didn't just quote throw you off track? Like I don't feel like that and I feel like that would stress me out more to feel like people get stressed out about the holidays because they think that their whole everything's gonna be thrown off track and I'm like what if you just stayed on track yeah and I think
1: a part of the reason why January gets that reputation or why people try to act so brand new come January is a couple of things one I think the fitness industry really preys on people's insecurities and everything is like ramped up in January and it makes you feel like if you're not trying a new diet or if you're not joining a new gym, you're doing something wrong. I think also part of it is like if you treat your body like crap from Halloween through New Year's, by January, your body is probably screaming uncle. And that's why you want to do all of these crazy things just to get some relief because after two months of that, you're probably not feeling very good the scale maybe may have actually gone up in that amount of time. Now it would take that amount of time, you know, from like Halloween through New Year's of like going crazy, not just Thanksgiving, but like a two-month period. That that might be happening and your body might be really craving some healthier habits. So that's why it's so easy during that time to think, "Oh, I'm just going to overhaul my whole life." But if you take baby steps leading up to it, you'll never have
0: to do a big overhaul. Yeah, exactly. I also want to talk about the weight thing for a second because this is my thing. I just think that every day in life, you should do what is going to make you happy, right? And like really be mindful about what in this moment is, do I want as a human? And sometimes that means, sometimes that means eating food even though you're not hungry. Like for me, it's like, I want to eat the pumpkin pie, right? And I think that even sometimes when people, say you gain weight over the holiday season, this is a thing. No one else notices. No one else cares. Um, And... Everyone else did. (laughs) Yeah, everyone else did. And it's like... Like, this is like life. Like, we ebb and flow. Like, it's... You know, like, okay, sometimes during the year you gain more weight. Sometimes you might be a lower weight. Like, who cares? I just... It really kills me that people are so fixated on that, I guess.
1: And, and I think we experienced this in our face or our Instagram live yeah. yesterday as we had some people just terrified of that mm-hmm. saying like I really want to fix my metabolism or I really want to take time off or I really want to Eat more food because I know it's good for me, but I'm terrified of gaining weight. And it's like, well, if you gain a little bit of weight, what's going to happen? Yeah. You're not going to like lose your house and lose your job. Everyone in your life isn't yeah. going to leave you. Like, literally, if you gain weight, you're probably the only one who knows you've gained weight because no one knows how much you weigh. No one else really cares. Yeah. And if your overall quality of life is improved, but you're a few pounds heavier, that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I think that is different than eating Christmas cookies every day for two months and and having, you know, weight go up from that. But I I just don't think it's something that we should be so fixated on. And I think that if you are doing those small daily habits to treat your body well and you throw in some treats
0: here and there, it's a non-issue. I I totally agree. And, I mean, I think that you got to look at the big picture and treat it that way versus this is the cycle everybody gets in. They during the holidays just feel like what you're describing before oh cr- like from Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas they just think oh I messed up I am quote messed up yesterday so I might as well just do it and Thanksgiving's coming up so I just might as well just keep it up like and then they kind of go a little crazy through that whole holiday season and then January comes and they think okay now I got to get back on track and they do something super Intense and just unsustainable. They try and work out for two hours every day, and they try and eat, you know, no sugar for three months, and like, and then that's unsustainable. So then they give up, and then they feel horrible, and it's just this big cycle. Or, you know, and it's the holidays again, yeah, and then we exactly, do it again. Exactly. Yep. So I just think that the best way to do it is just to like every day make your best decisions, and like Les said, treats here and there, no big deal, like because your overall just. Like living a balanced life. You know, that's like if you're living a life where you feel like you can't have a treat here or there, or can't take days at a time off from working out, or things are gonna just, your life's gonna fall apart, then like I think you need to reassess, you know, like your daily habits.
1: Yeah. And I think too, something else that I've seen or that I've had a lot of questions about, or I see people make comments about is feeling like food has this power over them and like food has this control over them. And if you say stuff to yourself like, I can't control myself around nut butter or sugar is the devil and it's out to get me, You're just giving that power. Like, yo, it's a jar of nut butter. You are a living, breathing human. You're like way bigger than that (laughs) nut butter. You have a brain. The nut butter doesn't. Like, you are in control. And if you tell yourself you're out of control, that's what's going to happen. But you're in control of what you do. A jar of nut butter or a plate of cookies doesn't control you. It's just food. It's just food. And when you have more of a relaxed approach to it, you don't obsess over it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And... And or there are two aspects of that. I find that usually people who feel like that either it's the mental thing and they're giving it too much power or what they're doing is they're undernourishing their body throughout the day. So if you're not eating enough food throughout the day, you know, healthy foods, lots of vegetables and nice proteins and healthy fats and all these things, then you're going to be hungry and that hunger is going to make you want these things that you feel like you can't control, you know, so. A lot of times when people just, it's both. yeah, it's both. A lot of times it's both, but it's like, make sure you're eating enough because that also subconsciously happens a lot with people, especially during the holidays. They think, okay, I'm going to like eat this smaller breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then I'm like, that
1: just feeding the, the cycle. Of, that's the opposite of what you should be doing. You should yeah. be eating more nutrient dense foods yeah. that can help you feel satisfied so that when you get to the treats, you can still enjoy them, but you won't feel like you need as much of them. Uh, yeah i
0: totally agree um do you have any last like food things i kind of want to talk about family yeah, stuff about family. so hmm, family uh what are what's your family experience like like on the day do do family members ever give you a hard time
1: not really. I mean, I think it's kind of funny now that I've been doing this for so long. My family actually kind of gives me a hard time if I have a treat. It's oh. like, oh, the balance berry is eating a cookie. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is and they mean it in a funny way, not in like a truly malicious way. Um but I have to be honest, kinda like I described, like my family is so big, I don't think anyone really notices <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or cares about what other people aren't aren't eating because there's like crazy kids running around screaming and it's like they don't no one yeah. no one really cares what I'm
0: eating or what I'm not eating. Yeah. Well, I wanna talk about too though, like I feel like the holidays I mean the holidays are when I see my family, most of us, many of us see our family more than we usually do throughout the year. We all come together and it's not just about like food and stuff, but just the awkward questions. Oh. Who who are you dating? Like why aren't wh- you married? Yeah, why aren't you married? When are you gonna have kids? What like where's your boyfriend? What's your job? Like is that a real job? Like are you going to go back to school all of these really intense questions and i just (laughs) makes me want to run to a plate of cookies sometimes (laughs) it just it just yeah it's it can be super frustrating i know do you have any tactics for when people what is the question that you hate the most questions that i hate the most um
1: I mean, I think just any, I'm in my late 20s, so I do get a lot of questions of like, when are you getting married? When are you having kids? Why don't you want kids? Where are you working now? Why'd you leave that job? And stuff like that. And for me, it's always, I, I'm kind of a smart ass, so I usually will have like a smart ass reply, or I'll just be like, eh, because I don't want to, or yeah. eh, because I wanted to, to like everything. Um But I also think I'm kind of a black sheep in my family, and I think they also just expect me to be weird and different.
0: So at this point, they... I think they also are kind of over it. Yeah. I think it's funny because I'll have the, I'll have a very different response depending on who's asking me the annoying question because sometimes I know people are asking me just to be annoying. Well, people and people are nosy too, right? Yeah. Like no one's as nosy as your great aunt, yeah. right? And then sometimes I know people are genuinely like wondering. And it's also, I sometimes I get overwhelmed when it's, for example, family friends who haven't seen me in a long time, and they'll ask me a question. They'll be like, so what it, What have you been doing? And I'm like, i just got to go wrong because I'm like, do I, what do I even say right now? Do you know what I'm like, yeah. <sighs> And then in situations like that, this is
1: so not, you guys are going to be like, Les is a terrible person. No. <laughs> I usually will either like lie, not lie about what I'm doing, but just lie with like an excuse to get out of it. Like, oh, I have to go check on this just to like get away from it. Or I'll just have a really generic, basic answer just to like shut people up.
0: What, what is it?
1: I don't know. I mean, something stupid. It's like, oh, I'm just working.
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, just, you know,
1: just like work. (laughs) What have you been up to?
0: Work. (laughs) And they'll be like, well, what do you do? Like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like when your parents ask you, like, what did you learn at school today? You're like, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, math. Like, you know, very
1: like one word answers. And then eventually they just give up. You ever, what you do,
0: just make it awkward. Yeah. Like make people awesome. feel uncomfortable and then they'll leave you alone every time. <laughs> or ask them the same question back. I always try and like ask them. I'm like, I'll just be like, oh, I work in nutrition. What do you do? And then they'll say, and I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. How does that work? Like, I don't ask like a question that doesn't even make sense. Like, how does that work? Because that's what people say to me. They're like, that doesn't really make sense to me. How does that work?
1: I know I've had relatives be like, you don't have kids yet. I'm like, well, you have enough kids for both of us.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> And that shuts them up real quick oh <laughs> okay what about like they're like are you dating anybody why are why is everybody so concerned about who everybody else is dating
1: I have so many theories about this I mean I think part of it is just like we all love gossip I think people also get People don't know what to talk about. And everyone is nosy and wants to hear about other people's love lives. I mean, that's why we read about, like, celebrities and who they're dating. Like, it just is, like, it's mindless and it's fun to hear about. I think that there's also, and I'm about to get on my feminist soapbox for a second here. um, I think, too, as a woman, you are way more likely to get those questions. You know, like, my brother, my male cousins, they don't get asked Oh, are you seeing anybody? Oh, who are you dating? Oh, when are you going to settle down? But that expectation for women is like, well, if you're not married yet, what else are you doing? If you're not having a baby, what else are you doing? It's like, I'm doing a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I'm doing really cool things, actually. And I've had to like also get sassy with family members and remind them of that. Yeah. Um, of like, you know, every time you see me, the first thing you don't need to ask about is who I'm dating. I, there's a lot more to me than who I am or am not. Dating and just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that like settling down is my first priority.
0: Yeah, it's weird because I feel like so many people are just always trying to size each other up. That. Do you do you feel like that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like really sad to me because I'm like, what? Why are you trying to like size me up instead of this sort of? This is sort of something that we touched on the other day on our live about who we surround ourselves with. It's really apparent to me it makes me really appreciate my friends so much more because I don't surround myself with people who are competitive with me, you know, and are trying to like tear down what I'm doing. And then when you're in situations like work parties or family holiday parties or like family friends and people will say things um, to you and you just sort of realize, wow, this is not a person that like, they're asking me this question to be competitive, almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think you'll
1: find, unfortunately, that the further out you get from college, kind of the more prevalent that that is, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, what kind of job do you have? How much money? And people don't ask questions like that outright, but they ask leading questions to try and reach up to that. Like, you know, when people get jobs or get promoted or get engaged or start buying houses all of those things it can feel
0: almost like a race
1: yeah to do those things and it's unfortunate
0: and we were talking about this the other night I think it is so rude when people ask like things like how many clients do you have Mm -hmm. you know like they're literally trying to calculate how much money someone's making or like They'll say, How much money do you make off this? And I'm like, Whoa. How much money did you make in your last paycheck? Yeah, like, you don't exactly. want me asking you that. So. Yeah, less than that. I was like, Well, I'm <laughs> going to start using that line. I'm going to start asking people, How, What was your last paycheck? Okay. Like, I don't tell you. Like, yeah. it's, it's really. I don't know. And also, especially, I think it's also really weird when it's people you haven't seen in a long time. Sometimes in the holidays, I'll run into people who I went to, like, high school or middle school with. And, like, it'll be, like, one of the first five questions. Like, how are you? What are you doing? Oh, how do you make money? Like, how much money are you making? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just rude and nosy. Yeah. I agree. I'm not into it. Oh, man. The holidays are definitely... And also it's like, it can be super
1: hard if people are asking you uncomfortable questions or awkward things, but like, don't let that throw off how you feel about yourself. If you're doing the best you can in your daily life, like your cousin or your aunt or whoever asking you awkward questions shouldn't throw you off how you feel about yourself and the like amazing things about you and the amazing things that you do every day. They truly don't mean any harm. They really are just being nosy. And don't let that rock your confidence. Like, I know I have definitely struggled with that and, you know, still work through it. But it's always a reminder of, like, you know, I'm doing the best I can every day. And and they really are just curious and nosy. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. I'm What's your favorite
1: part of the holidays? Ooh, my favorite part of the holidays. I love Christmas music. Yes. Love Christmas music. I love like decorations, lights, the trees. I just love that there's kind of a different spirit in the air. People are out and about, but I think people are a little bit kinder. People are a little more generous. I think people are a little bit more um, kind spirited. Yeah. And that's probably my favorite thing.
0: Yeah. No, I totally agree. I also think that one of the things that comes up has been coming up a lot recently is about gifts in my world. I don't know if this is like, I, I don't think this is a, thing for everybody but there are some people in my life who just are really obsessed with the gift aspect and I just like don't care about the presents um and I don't know what it's like in other families like are other people like really fixated on like the gift part of it no I don't
1: I mean I don't feel like my family is as much I think maybe when my brother and I were younger my parents were very much into like just Probably doing too much and um, trying to like get us gifts and make us happy. And and now that we're both adults, it's definitely eased up. And I found that like I love giving gifts. And I don't usually give gifts to a ton of people. I will usually just do like my parents, my brother, and I have you know like some. Um, Some goddaughters, my best friend's kids, and I'll usually do little gifts for them. But I have found that I love just giving really thoughtful gifts so much more than receiving gifts. Um, And for me, that's more fun. But my family isn't super, like, obsessed or competitive over gifts or anything.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I really like giving gifts. And I I play this, like, game with myself of how, like, creative I can get. I think this is a thing, like, I know a lot of people get get insecure about what to give people, I feel like. And I think it's important for people to remember that it doesn't matter how much money. I deal with this a lot. I feel like all my friends with, like, husbands and boyfriends, like, stress out about what to get them. Or, like, even, like, moms. I'm like, if you take the time, like, usually the cheaper gifts, like that are more thoughtful are way, worth way more to that person than a fancy watch, you know?
1: My favorite, I mean, I pride myself on being a really good gift giver, yeah. but I love, I love getting gifts for people that are like kind of random obscure things that they mentioned maybe months yes. before. I'm and like, kidding. I always take mental notes of like, oh, she mentioned she like XYZ or like, oh, you know, Last year, I got my friend, um, there was like the show that he loved that was on Netflix and it got taken off of Netflix. And he didn't know where to watch it. And I found like the full DVD set online. and I gave him that and he like, I mean, you would have thought I gave him a million dollars. Like yeah. he was just so excited. Just things like that, like little things that you notice like people would be really into but that they wouldn't think to do for themselves yeah. I think are just the best gifts and I love 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 remembering little things like that
0: yes it's so funny so that I'm the same way I have this note on my phone that I keep year round, and any time a friend yeah. mentions something, I think, oh, that would be a good gift, and I ke- exactly. I put it on there, and it's it's exactly what you said. It's usually something that they wouldn't just anything that they wouldn't do for them yeah. get for themselves. Yeah,
1: if they mention any
0: little like problem or
1: like little nagging annoying thing, and then if you see something that like would be the solution to that problem, yeah. like getting things like that are my favorite.
0: And if you do things like that, it's also usually helpful because. I usually have most of my shopping done, like, way far in advance because I'll pick things up, like, as I think that would be a good present, and then it's all done when it's time for holiday shopping. Yeah, exactly. Are you a Black Friday shopper? No. Oh, my God, no. I, uh, I, first of all,
1: I am an online gift shopper. Um, actually, it's funny because I, before my current job, worked at Lululemon, um, and i last year i mean worked in retail during the holiday season and it's something that i was so out of touch with because i don't black friday shop i don't even really go to like the mall during the holidays but having to like work on black friday and having to work at the mall and like when people are lined up at the mall at 6 a.m. on black friday and it's like what like yeah. why are you here it it blew my mind it literally blew my mind
0: yeah i've never gone black friday shopping what was it like working that?
1: Um, I mean, honestly, at Lululemon, it was really fun because we had a really good 90s playlist and it was so busy, like, I don't even really remember. Um, it was. I thought it was fun, but I thought all those people were, like, crazy. Are the sales really that good? I don't know. I mean, I'm again, I'm only speaking from, like, Lululemon's perspective. I know that there was, like, a special line that they came out with specifically for Black Friday and that there was just... It wasn't even that the things were, like, cheaper, but there was just way more of the cheaper stuff than there usually is. So, like, your chances of finding something on sale that you like is way greater than normal.
0: Okay. That makes more sense. I, I guess I never really understood Black Friday shopping because I thought, like, unless I get there at 4 a.m., will not it all be sold out? That's how it seemed. Honestly, it's just, like, not worth the stress
1: of, like, yeah. not being able to park and not... I don't know. I just don't...
0: I don't care enough. I don't Probably really understand more for my sanity. Yeah, no, I <laughs> totally agree. I'm like not. I don't care about Black Friday. Yeah. I use Black Friday to decorate for Christmas yeah. and um, run around in my onesie. So oh, this year I'm having so many onesie
1: parties. Yes, yeah, so many. I got my unicorn onesie. Yeah, if you onesie. follow me on Instagram?
0: You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god, it's gonna be so great. Okay. Anything else around the holidays that comes up for you that you think about? Um, Christina, what is your
1: favorite Christmas carol?
0: Oh, my God. Like Christmas carol? Like... Christmas song. Oh, my God. Wait, that's stressful. <laughs> Wait, let me pull up my iTunes. Hold on. <laughs> okay i've pulled up my itunes because i actually have a whole christmas ipod have i ever told you this <laughs> i have a I, no iPad? no i have about 20 different playlists because i also one of the things i love to do during christmas is make people christmas cds i make different mixes um but i have a whole ipod and i really like The All Wrapped Up CD, which is, like, all of these, like, Disney stars singing Christmas songs. And I also love Mistletoe by Justin Bieber, even though it's not – it's a great song. His Christmas album is fantastic. But, okay, obviously, Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is You. That's a given. Yeah, like, that's everyone's favorite. It's amazing. But I love Please Come Home for Christmas by Jesse McCartney. So good. And Santa Baby – every single version but of, according to this my most listened to is the one by ariana grande and also michael buble of course oh, his album yeah. and um it's good mom yeah too. white you christmas never,
1: you never know what to get your mom go with either michael buble or josh groban yeah, literally.
0: <laughs> there's your christmas oh tip gosh. i should make i actually think i have a spotify playlist maybe i'll try and make it public i am like if I'm good at anything, it's about it's Christmas. It's Christmas music. What what's your favorite Christmas song? I mean, of course, all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey is
1: up there. I love the in-sync Merry Christmas, like the oh, Merry yeah. Christmas, oh, Happy yeah. Holiday. I also love uh Destiny's Child Eighth Day of Christmas. Oh yeah. On the Eighth Day of Christmas Like, yeah, that's also a really good one. Um, yeah. Oh, those are my main ones. Dick in a box. Oh. <laughs> Also, a great Christmas song. Those are my that favorites.
0: Up? Deck the Halls by the Yingying Twins. Oh, also, also so, <laughs> so great. Good. Oh, so good. Wait, you know what I want to talk about really quick before we wrap up is the this is the this is the issue, guys. It is not okay. It is not okay to bring out the Christmas things before Thanksgiving. It's okay to bring them out before Halloween either. It's absolutely not. It's not okay. Can you tell them about this house? Yeah,
1: so there's this house down the street from my house. I'm not exaggerating. Christina saw it while here. They've had their Christmas tree up since September. Not
0: September. So bad. Like, unacceptable. Yeah, unacceptable. I told you, Bed Bath and Beyond has had like Christmas decorations up since for like two months now. i'm overwhelmed like this is what's giving everybody adrenal fatigue people yeah. keep like doing these things <laughs> so fast and we can't keep up it's too much no but it's like no because this is the thing it's it makes christmas time less special you got to keep it to the christmas holiday season it waters it down you know exactly. you got to have that
1: purified black friday to christmas christmas time
0: I'm just a big believer in focusing on the holiday that's immediate. If you're too busy dealing with Christmas music before Thanksgiving, then how are you going to really focus on Thanksgiving? It's just not special anymore. It's not special. And then that makes, and also you're going to get sick of the Christmas music because if you start early and the Christmas movies, when people, when networks start playing the movies ahead of time, it grinds my gears only the day after Thanksgiving yes. only
1: acceptable exactly. acceptable time
0: my only okay I have to tell you I do cheat though with <laughs> because this is the issue do you know what the tree lighting is at the Grove in LA have you seen that yeah that's the one thing I will cheat yeah, on because I don't oh, really? years ago yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. it's like an incredible yeah. event and I don't get Sweet. to choose the date yeah. and I understand why they do it in November because yeah. nobody would come yeah in December, so that's the one cheat that I'll give that's you. So. It's not September in your living room. Exactly. So that's the only time. And did I ever tell you that I went to the Michael Bublé um, live Christmas special? Oh
1: really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I remember watching that on TV.
0: <laughs> I was in the audience, so it was real. So yeah. cool. Well, that's about all I have to say about that. Wow, I'm like really excited for the holidays now. Yeah. I'm really excited too. Let's and we we haven't even. Are we like bad if we're, is it bad to, sell, to do Thanksgiving things before Halloween? No, I don't think so. Because I think that
1: falls under the fall umbrella, mm-hmm. right? Like everyone's been drinking pumpkin spice since September, but pumpkin pie is really a Thanksgiving thing. So yeah. I think, I think that's under the general fall umbrella.
0: I was thinking about that. I'm like, is the pumpkin obsession Halloween or is it? Because
1: what was the OG pumpkin spice was pumpkin pie. And that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. When people start
0: doing it in August, that's you're doing too much. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. So, yeah, hopefully you guys got some good, some good fall holiday vibes from this one. I'm feeling spicy, festive. I'm feeling in the holiday spirit. Yeah for sure (laughs) so thanks for joining in hopefully um this little discussion on the holidays helped you out a little bit made you feel less alone i think a lot of these things it's not even like solutions but just like talking about it like you're not the only one who feels like all of these things there's lots
1: of feelings during this time yeah it's
0: so common we've
1: all been there and it's
0: something we all still work through i'm not
1: perfect you know it you know we're all getting there yeah
0: and I mean, every, our whole lives is not going to go away. You're always going to have family dynamics, always friend dynamics, always feel busy and overwhelmed. Like that's just life. So it's just like taking it one day at a time, I think. So. Exactly. Just do the best you can. Yeah. And move on. Totally. So Les, why don't you remind everyone again where they can find you? Yes. You can find me on
1: Instagram at balancedberry. Uh, and then my blog is thebalancedberry.com. And they sign up for a holiday sleigh. Can they sign up now? Yep. So you can sign up for the waiting list for the holiday sleigh right now. If you go to the balanceberry.com, you can sign up there and then you will get first dibs on the workout plan when I release it in November.
0: Woohoo! I can't wait, because you know I love me some holiday sleigh workouts. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys um get it, but it's like a pun, like a holiday sleigh like sleigh, like s-l-a-y or like a holiday sleigh. so i'm really into it so thanks yeah and make sure you check out my holiday ebook gratitude a healthy holiday guide have
1: to check out like literally it's first of all it's beautiful but christina and kaylee have literally it's so thorough that every (laughs) scenario for the holidays that you need addressed like they have touched on they have walked you through how to handle it
0: Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, we tried to really, really be um, thorough in that. So, and the recipes again, they're amazing, and they're Thanksgiving recipes, but obviously you could use them for Christmas or any other time. And if you have ever made a recipe from my vlog, you know I take great pride in my recipes. So I hope you enjoy them. So yeah, you can go to my website addictedtoLovely.com or bit.ly/slash gratitude hhg because it's called gratitude so you can go there to pick up your copy and use the code actually adultish and you'll get 20 percent off and i think that's pretty much it for this week i want to say thank you again for joining in if you haven't already join the facebook group actually adultish podcast nation it's the best and leave a rating and a review on itunes subscribe let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next i love hearing your suggestions so send those in so we are gonna go off and do a trx workout because yeah. les is gonna show me the trx i'm very excited yeah so yeah, and we'll we'll post it, yeah. too, so Ooh. that you guys can see what we do. Ooh, yeah. lucky you. Yeah. So you can copy. So I'm excited. Going to do some booty work. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, but not really. All right, so we'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Bye, guys.